This is 680 CJOB. Welcome to another lovely episode of The Main Ingredient. My name is Kevin Bergen, and I'm your guide through the tasty world we know as the Winnipeg food scene. Who's up today? Jesse Hildebrand from Capital K Distillery to shed some light on all the new things they have in store for Winnipeg spirit fans. Jesse, how are you today, man? I'm doing very well. Thank you, sir, and yourself. I'm very good. Let's talk about you and your role at Capital K and how you connected. How you ended up there? What a great story. Um, it actually, I was in the hospitality industry for uh, what seems like my whole life. It was only about like five or six years. And uh, I enjoyed it so much. Um, but it just, I wasn't, uh, I wouldn't say I wasn't fitting in as a bartender, but that nocturnal lifestyle just wasn't for me. Um, it does have a shelf life. I did it before. It, I did it for like 10 it years. It really does. It really does. And, uh, you know, no, how many retired bartenders do you see out there? <laughs> um, but no, so I, I really enjoyed, uh, spirits and spirit production. I was never much into beer. I was never much into wine. I was all about, you know, spirits, particularly like starting out at whiskeys, but it, it you know, it, it kind of just evolved from there. And, um, my passion for it kind of took me to do a lot of self-research, you know, buy books, read books, make long distance phone calls out of province to ask other distilleries what they're doing, uh, read up on forums, you know, things like that. And, um, while like, was, so you like the craft of, 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 spirits. yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's just, there's, there's an art to how, you know, the chemistry all, all, all binds together. And, you know, you go from having some water and some grain to having, you know, whiskey, you know, and vodka and gin, right? It is, it is, it, 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 there really is an art behind it. And, um, whilst going to school for something completely different, I met up with, uh, Jason Kang, the owner of Capital K Distillery and, uh, met him, talked for like six hours about, uh, alcohol and he offered me a job (laughs) and the rest is history. He does. He does. He he's he's super passionate about spirits too. Right? Yes. Like, yes. He is definitely. Definitely. <laughs> sometimes he talks, and I'm like, wow, this guy is just like deep. I know the information that he knows. That's exactly what I thought the first time I met him too. I was like, this guy's deep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> first time he came in here, I'm like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He knows his stuff. Hundred percent. Um, okay, so let's talk about Capital K. Mm-hmm. Second year. Third year? Uh, just coming up on, it, I think it'll be two years in August. How's everything going? Everything's going really well. Um, it's, uh, I always used to say it's, uh, you know, slowly but surely. Uh, but recently I've changed that to it's, it's going because everything's starting to pick up. Um, you know, the ball's starting to roll. Uh, we're, we're getting more, um, we're getting more recognition from, you know, just customers and people see us at markets and at trade shows and go, oh, yeah, I see you guys in the liquor market. Oh, yeah, nice? I know about you that's guys. Nice. Yeah, it really that's is. That's the work though, right? Oh, you, absolutely. You know that you're climbing the hill and now you're, you know, you're, you're coming to the top. You're, you're getting a little bit closer to that top. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and it's really nice, especially in a, you know, in an industry um, in the location. And by that, I mean the Manitoba uh, alcohol industry to, to be in an industry that is, um, that can be fairly stagnant and fairly, uh, 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 slow to change and, um, somewhat uneducated, um, in their customer base, meaning that a lot of people in Manitoba, they just, they just don't know about alcohol and they don't know about its distribution. They don't know kind of how it works. Right. And, you know, I, I, I don't like to, to admit this, but, you know, Manitoba, we're, we're behind the times, um, especially compared to the rest of Canada and all the other provinces, um, with our alcohol regulations and, um, how, how it's distributed and how it's, you know, how it's consumed. And so it's really, really nice to see that happen in, 
you know, a province such as Manitoba. Um, and especially with a, you know, identifiably Manitoban brand, you know, we use Manitoba wheat for our product and, you know, we've got the wheat on our, on our labels. And uh, I, I think that's, that's really, really nice to see that. And it's a good feeling. For sure. What's it like for you going from pouring the liquor to being the guy making the liquor? Uh, transcendent. Um, it's, uh, it's, and you're still it's a young crazy. cat, right? Like you are very, I, very driven yeah. and focused and you're, you're 26. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's different. It's, it's nice to be in a position where, you know, you can, you can call the shots, so to speak. You can be, uh, Pardon the pun. Oh. Yeah. oh, I didn't even think of the pun. That's showing my age. I don't, I don't think of puns. I'm really um, old, so. <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's nice to be able to, to be in charge and to make executive decisions and, and to be um, uh, uh, a part of creating something as a bartender, I think my, my favorite part about being a bartender was just coming up with something new, right? Um, creating something that that my my customers were going to enjoy, and something that was different, and something that was going to bring them back. And I think uh, a lot of those skills and that 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 mindset transfers into uh, working at the distillery because we are looking this distillery exactly. That's what it seems like. You know, capital K is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to we want to make something new. We want to make something that our customers are going to enjoy, but also it's going to bring them back, right? One hundred percent. Speaking of which, let's, hey, let's talk about some of your products, right? Mm-hmm. So it started off with tall grass gin and vodka, which yes. I've drank quite a bit of. <laughs> there we go. Right. Uh, the espresso vodka. Yep. The dill pickle vodka. That's that one really just kind of kind of ramped up, right? Like people yes. really love that one, right? Yes. Everyone loves their Caesars and everyone loves their dill pickle Caesar. Yes. And yeah. okay. So a couple of weeks ago I went to a barbecue. I brought the strawberry rhubarb mm-hmm. vodka. Yep. And that was a giant hit. Like it is really good. Yeah. You know what? I, and I, and I think the, 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 the reason behind both the success of the strawberry rhubarb uh, and the dill pickle is that they are uh, flavored products. So they're naturally infused. We take a big barrel of the vodka. We use uh, fresh ingredients. So for the dill pickle, we use um, fresh bunches of dill, uh, sliced horseradish root, cucumber slices, and peppercorn, and let it sit inside of that vodka for 48 hours, mm-hmm. press it, filter it, bottle it. And that's our product. So we don't use artificial flavorings or additives or colors or anything like that. It's the same thing with our strawberry rhubarb, just whole strawberries, whole rhubarb, um, and let it sit in the vodka. And I think why they're they're so popular is because uh, you you we're, we're shying away from that synthetic uh, flavor uh, additives that we get in a lot of the flavored vodkas that you see on the shelf at the LC right now. Um, you know, it it uh, people want to you know actually taste that flavor that's on the label and not just, oh, that, you know, it yeah, tastes the, like it was artificially right, produced, right? right. Or that um, kind of tastes like or a little bit of the scent or whatever. Exactly. But it's not really the real thing. And, and I also think, too, that when you, when you get a, a, a stereotypical flavored vodka, for example, um, especially something like a strawberry rhubarb, it can, it can be almost kind of sweet heavy. Um, and, and when people put it in, even if they put it in a, a, a soda water, it's like, oh, I can still taste a sweetness because of that artificial flavor where is if you're if you're wanting to have the real natural flavor to actually taste the strawberries and the rhubarb which was something that was very important in creating the product because the rhubarb we wanted you know we like to use a, a, a manitoba uh, a recognizable uh, items you know so you know rhubarb 
Stra- yeah, <laughs> strawberry rhubarb pie. <laughs> what Manitoban hasn't had <laughs> strawberry rhubarb pie? In your backyard, what is that? True barbecue. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so we, I, I think that's why they're so popular is because people can actually taste the ingredients. You don't and, get sick of it. Uh, and you, you don't get sick of it. You have one, two, still like it. It's not mm-hmm. like over overbearing. It's very refreshing. And I've also, and I've always like, I've always said that the the strawberry rhubarb is um, uh, kind of diverse in the sense that if you want to lean into the sweet, we'll add it with some Seven Up or some Sprite. Um, whoops, brand names can't say brand names on the radio. <laughs> Just kidding. Add it with uh, uh, with Sprite or uh, or Seven Up because you're going to lean more into the strawberry flavor. It's going to be a bit sweeter. But if you're someone who doesn't like sweetness, um, who doesn't like the sweet flavors of those of those products, add a soda, and you're going to get more of the earthy rhubarb tones. And uh, so. The, the the long answer to your question is yes, that's why I think that they've uh, <laughs> they've had so much success. After a short break, we are going to fill you in on their collaboration with Fort Gary Brewing and the many new products Capital K Distillery has in stores right now. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Jesse Hildebrand from Capital K Distillery is here with me today to talk about the new things they have in stores right now. And surprisingly, I have yet to try some of it. Let's start with the white rum and why do you spell it the way you spell it? Good question. Well, we spell it... White rum, R-H-U-M-B. Uh, and if you look up that Rumble. term, it's well, it's Rumble. actually, the, the B is silent. <laughs> if you if you Google it, you ask Google to say it. It's just, um, it's actually the, the term for the point on a compass. So it's a nautical term. And the reason why we call it white rum, R-H-U-M-B, is because in Canada, um, due to our uh, uh, alcohol labeling regulations, uh, in order to call something or, or in order to produce and label rum R-U-M or R-H-U-M, the French style, uh, your product has to be aged with an oak vessel for a minimum of one year, which is fine. That's uh, that's that's totally fine. However, we already have the product. Uh, we have not started the barrel aging process with any of our products so far, so we wanted to release it right away. Um, and instead of calling it something, you know, a bit that was a bit more obscure, like you know, a molasses spirit, which is exactly what it is. It's made from 100% blackstrap molasses. Um, we decided to go with white rum so that it's at least identifiable for our customers, and they kind of look at it and they ask a question, you know, just as you asked, you know, why is it spelled like that? And it kind of it, it, that product sits in the back of their brain. That's why we we spell it like that. Um, it's uh, you know I've it's it's one of those products that's kind of grown on me. When we first when we first produced it, it was uh, it was to appeal to a niche market of uh, you know people who come into the distillery and speak in low voices and say things like, "Oh, I don't drink vodka or gin. Let me know when you have a rum or a whiskey available." Well, here you go, guys. Um, and, and and you know, it, but it's but it's grown on me because it's. For something that's so basic, in my opinion, it's something that's so basic, you know, it's a one ingredient uh, uh, spirit. Um, it's got such incredible uh, flavors that come through on this spirit. Like you get a bit of tobacco and you get a bit of cinnamon and it's not that stereotypical caramel and vanilla that you get with, um, you know, other dark and, and amber and, and, and spiced rums um, that are so popular in, in Manitoba. So I, I really, really like that spirit and uh, it's, it's growing on me and I urge anyone to, to go out and try it, especially if they've never had white rum before, because it's good white rum to try. I think Jason hired the right. <laughs> You're like the white version of Jason. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, that's good. That's you good. Are, I like that. I like that. You know I mean, that. You're, you're very passionate, right? You're doing something mm-hmm. and you actually like what you do. When you speak, I can yeah, tell that that's you like true. what you do. That is true. Right? Otherwise, that why do true. it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't like what you of do, then just don't do it anymore. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Um, oaked 
you have tall grass, oaked wheat grain spirit. What yes. is that? Um, it's, it's, <laughs> again, it was one of those funny things. We wanted to create something new, um, something different that hadn't been done before. And so what the oaked wheat spirit is, is we've taken a whiskey recipe We've distilled it, and now normally it would be ready for barrel aging. It would go into a barrel, sit there for, you know, anywhere from 3 to 12 years, and out would come, you know, whiskey at the end of that time. We wanted to circumvent the aging process, um, mainly for for marketability. Uh, It's not that we don't want to age it or we want to, you know, fake age it or anything like that. We just wanted to take that product and put it on the market already. So what we did was we took oak spirals. They look like a, a wood auger bit. Um, and we've placed them inside of um, that uh, that whiskey recipe, that, that whiskey distillate. We've let it sit for six to eight weeks. And in that way, that way we're infusing the flavor. Um, similar to how we infuse the dill pickle and the strawberry rhubarb, we're infusing that wood flavor into the spirit. Um, it's by no stretch of the imagination whiskey. Um, hence why we had such a difficult time coming up with a technical name for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we landed on the oaked wheat spirit, um, because it is made from hundred percent Manitoba wheat and we are using, uh, oak spirals and we are oaking the, the, the spirit as it were. Um, and that's where, that's where we landed on that. That's also a, a really nice spirit. It, it need, did not need to grow on me. I loved it from the second I, I first had the uh, the sample uh, out of the out of the batch. It was um, it's a nice and light and sweet um, spirit. the The oak flavor is uh, very present, but it's not overpowering. And I think that a product like this could really bridge the gap between non whiskey drinkers and bring them over to whiskey because. I find that when you're starting out uh, uh, dabbling in whiskey, nine times out of ten you're dabbling in cheap whiskey, and unfortunately those are uh, those aren't always <laughs> the best whiskeys to to dabble in. However, when you start dabbling in uh, whiskey, there can be some uh, very abrasive flavors if you're if you're not used to it. And so something like something like this, where you know you don't get any abrasive charcoal notes um, from from barrel aging. There's no blends, so we're not using any subpar alcohols um, in uh, and blending it with the with the aged product post barrel aging. Um, you're just getting again this nice, light, smooth, clean, uh, uh, tasty spirit. Um, and so that's your the gateway whiskey or your pre whiskey. Yeah, almost, whiskey. right? Yeah, yeah. Except I, I, I know the, uh, you know, the, the, the hardcore, uh, beverage consumers will, oh, no, will tell no, me it's blasphemy. Not <laughs> it's not whiskey. It's not. You're right. You're right, hardcore beverage consumers. It's not whiskey. Um, but it's, but it's, it's reminiscent of whiskey. I gotcha. Yeah. I understand. The Prairie Pear Tall Grass Gin Cooler. How tasty does that bad boy sound? We're going to talk about that and many other Capital K treats after the news, weather, and sports. So if you're in your car and near an LC, I suggest you stop and pick some up, head home, and try one as you listen to the second half of the show. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen, a distillery collaborating with a brewery. That is like Batman and Robin. The Prairie Pear Tall Grass Gin Cooler, Jesse Hildebrand from Capital K Distillery. Tell me about it. Go. Oh, so cool. Um, you know, Dan from Fort Gary and Orist from Fort Gary phoned us up one day and they said, Orist, that's my homeboy, man. Right. Yeah. What, what a great guy. Yeah. What an absolute character. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, he, they called us one day and they said, you know, we have this idea. We want to run it by you, you know, see what you think. And, um, 
you know, those are two guys who also appreciate um, the concept of, of, you know, buying local. Um, with, <laughs> with everything going on in the news lately uh, with the, and the focus on, on buying local, uh, you know, the, those guys, they really get it. You know, they really understand. You know, they could have gone somewhere else to, to, get, the, uh, to get our product, but they wanted a Winnipeg um, produced and a Manitoban produced uh, product and kind of bring it together and venture into an area that they haven't really, you know, they're, they're also dabbling in it as well. They've never really introduced uh, coolers or a, um, or any other beverages like that. They've stuck mainly to beer. Um, well, no, exclusively to beer, just in different styles. Um, so what we've done is uh, the, the Prairie Pear Cooler. Um, it is a combination of, uh, of a pear extract um, that Fort Gary is using actually to create a, a pear lager, um, which is in development at the moment, um, and our gin. Um, it is, a, I'm not going to lie, I, I had one about, you know, an hour ago um, <laughs> because it's so good. It's, uh, I, I, I'm not going to categorize it as light, but it's definitely not rich in its flavor. The gin is very present, but it, it, it's balanced by the pear. Um, it comes in uh, 473 milliliter cans. Uh, so it's, uh, I, I, I'm not going to categorize it as light, but it's definitely not uh, a rich flavor. Uh, the gin is very identifiable, but it's balanced by the, by the pear. I guess that's the best word for it. It's a very balanced uh, beverage. Um, and it's something that also we've, we've never, obviously never, uh, um, produced any coolers or something like that. So it's a whole new territory for both companies. And, uh, the product has been very well received. Um, I had, <laughs> I had people, uh, hounding me on social media and, and calling me and texting me being like, when's this going to be available? When's this going to be available? And, uh, it actually just hit stores. Uh, so on like, Sunday, <laughs> you know what? Thank Almost, God. I was at a point where I was like, "Man, I, people just need to understand that it's going to be in the stores soon enough." But uh, no, it's in the stores, and uh, it's actually also available at uh, select vendors as well. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that that pair cooler, man, it's great. Um, we're already talking about introducing a uh, a second cooler um, flavor to be determined. Dot dot dot. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So it, that, that one's going really well. I'm glad that we, uh, I'm glad we, we got to do that partnership with Fort Gary. Great guys to partner with as well. 100%. Totally. All right. So let's talk about um, award season for Capital K. Oh, yeah. Right? You guys are kind of cleaning up. You, you guys, okay, you're making the products. Mm-hmm. You know your products are top tier. You know they're mm-hmm. great. You know, the people who have tried them know they're great. But sometimes it's nice to get recognized within your industry that, hey, you know what? That is great. So let's talk about the Canadian Artesian Spirit Competition. Yes. Um, yeah. So the uh, 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 CASC was a, uh, <laughs> as it's known. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the Canadian Artisan Spirits Competition. Yeah, we, we, we took home uh, four medals um, for our products. Uh, how does the whole process work? So how do the, the, the process for that competition is uh, the products are sent in and adjudicated by a panel of v- very, um, like, well-recognized and well-respected uh, uh, food and beverage industry members from all across Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, they get adjudicated, scored out of a hundred and your medal, um, or I guess your, sorry, your score determines your medal. Um, so our, our vodka took home gold, 
uh, dill pickle and gin took home silver, and our espresso took home a uh, bronze. Okay, I, so the impressive part about that is these these judges who mm-hmm. are judging, they don't taste and talk amongst each other. No, they taste and then and rate. Yeah, it's 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 actually a, it's a blind adjudication. So it's a blind taste test. Um, and off of that blind taste test, they give the spirit a, uh, a, a score out of a hundred. So I, I, I must say I was, I was quite pleased, um, uh, when those results came out because, uh, you're right. It is nice for someone who's within the industry, who knows what they're, what they're discussing and what they're tasting and what they're talking about, um, to, to acknowledge the, the product, um, in the way that, that we got acknowledged, you know, uh, a gold, two silvers and a bronze. I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. Sure. I'm, okay they're, they're, that. You know, I'm assuming there's a, there's a a couple of people competing in that a couple other companies yes yes <laughs> like a lot yeah well there yeah i think the um for that one i believe there were 50 distilleries in total that entered um the competition and all within their different categories right. so um you know you had a couple of kind of off the wall categories um but but yes there were especially since we entered uh, you know vodka in the vodka category flavored vodka category and the uh gin category there were definitely a lot of other uh distilleries uh in that uh, competition sure. so uh, yeah it was great great to, to, to get those awards. Capital K Distillery will be at the Winnipeg Beer Festival at Fort Gibraltar, August 12th, sampling all of their killer spirits. It's going to be awesome. Get tickets at winnipegbeerfestival.com. More with Jesse Hildebrand from Capital K after the break. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Capital K Distillery here in Winnipeg won numerous awards this year at the Canadian Artesian Spirit Competition. What was waiting for the results of that like? Jason was like pulling out his hair like a week beforehand. Uh, totally, that'd be super nerve wracking. Yeah, well, and he he would he the, the day that they were supposed to come out, he like checked it at like six in the morning, and they weren't up yet. And he's like, "Why aren't they out yet?" And I was like, "Well, maybe because you know they're 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 going to wait until you know they get into the office uh, uh, in yeah, in, in in BC. <laughs> uh, you know, it's only it's four in the morning over there. No, I think that they should they should do it, make it automatic at midnight. He was he was uh, he was very nervous, but uh, but you know what? It paid off, and uh, we we. We found out about the medals, and you can uh, you can read about it on our website as well about uh, those awards that we've won. What did you drink to celebrate? Once you guys read that, I can't remember. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know what? This sounds this is going to sound so bad to the other artisan producers, but you know it, when we when something like that happens, you should be consuming your own product. But you know there may be a bottle or two of scotch hidden in the distillery <laughs> that get whipped out for the special occasions the you ultra do, special do, occasions you got to do what you got to do you got to do what you got to do you know how it is of course um hey are you guys part of the winnipeg tasting tours Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we just recently, uh, paired up with, uh, with Jessica and she's awesome. Hey? She is. Yeah. She's, she's like great. A whirlwind of energy. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, and it's great because, um, it's always nice, you know, much like, you know, going to, uh, farmer's markets and stuff like that. Um, in, in any new company, when you're, when you're thinking about exposure and what's the right kind of exposure, um, something like the Winnipeg tasting tours is, is, you know, near invaluable because you're getting people coming to the distillery. Um, for those of you who don't know, Winnipeg tasting tours, um, 
you you go online to www.winnipegtastingtours.com and you can actually uh, buy a ticket and get bussed around to different bars and, and distilleries now and, and breweries and check out how they're made and get tours from the producers um, of these uh, beverages. And uh, it's great. It's a great time. But uh, you, we're getting exposed to, to people who actually have uh, an interest in the industry. Um, we've got exposure to... Um, people who really want to be there and who are interested. I, I, I have to say, like, the Winnipeg Tasting Tours is probably my favorite group of people to come in and do tours because they're just so engaged. Right, like you you're know? speaking to an audience that is interested oh, yeah. in what you're doing because they signed up for it. Absolutely. I always, I always have to, like, I always go over uh, 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 overtime uh, for my tours because it's just someone asks a great question and that generates a conversation and leads into another question. So those are those are great. We love uh, we love being a part of uh, the Winnipeg Tasting Tours. For sure. I think it's a great service she offers for the public and for Absolutely. all the businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to bring you people that are interested in, in, your, in your products, like, Right to your door inside your building. Of course. It doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely. Farmer's markets. You told me that you guys are at farmer's markets. That's crazy. Yep. Let's hear about it. Um, so farmer's markets and, and Licka. trade shows. Licka. Yeah, pretty farm- much. <laughs> at a farmer's market. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Um, we, 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 and it's not just farmers markets, but we actually uh, are part of you know trade shows and night markets um, and, uh, and things of that nature. Um, through our through our licensing for uh, the distillery, we are allowed to sample and serve. Or sorry, not serve. Sample and retail our product. I at, love the word uh, sample. I just love. I that know, product. right? Yeah, Everyone it just, does. It just Everyone does. So much ground. Yep. Um, it, it really does. It really does. Uh, no, we have uh, you know we have our, our very uh, 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 strict and uh, important set of rules uh, uh, set for us for for doing that, but. Again, great exposure. People that go into farmers markets or or night markets or you know local trade shows, they're looking to talk to someone local and looking to see what local producers are doing. And the exposure is great because people are interested. They walk up to your booth and they look at you and they go, "Oh, what is this? Is it made in Winnipeg? Really? Let's have a sample. Oh, this is great, kind of thing." Um, do your spiel. It's not even a spiel. You're it's not even a spiel. I just, spiel. I'm just telling you how it is. And uh, so those are those are really really nice um, to to be a part of those uh, because again the exposure is great. Uh, we're retailing the product, which is something new that I think everyone is is really responding to uh, positively. Um, and uh, and it's great that that alcohol regulation is moving uh, in the right step, in my opinion, and, um, and starting. You know what I mean? Like you break. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I um <laughs> watching my mouth so well because I know this is going on radio. But uh, but yes, no, See, you're right. I baited right. you there. I baited yeah, you. I, huh? You did. You did. Who are you working for? Um, no. So it's it's great to see that that uh, alcohol regulations are are taking a step in the right direction. You mean in the twenty first um, century? Y- yes, that is exactly what I mean. Um, and uh, and and also you know kind of recognizing that you know I'm not just some moonshiner who's bootlegging on the side of the road Correct. and that uh you know i'm looking the reason why i want to or that why capital k wants to be a part of these um uh you know events is because we want to get the product out there we want to showcase our our art you know i said before that producing these spirits there's definitely an art behind it and uh we just want to we just want to show our art to our customers speaking of showing your art to your customers mm-hmm. you guys are part of the winnipeg beer festival again this year yes 
Yes, we are. It was crazy last year. Like the lineup. It was nuts. Wasn't that insane? It was the it was the beverage apocalypse. It like was nuts. Yeah, I'm just telling you guys. Okay? I'm <laughs> telling you, you got to double up on boots. You can't have yeah. one booth. Oh, I know. I know. It. Uh, yeah. Be, you know. What? And I wasn't. I wasn't even at Beer Fest. Everything I know about Beer Fest was from was from from fables from Jason and uh, and everyone helping us out because I was uh, Dude, I was at Interstellar was like Rodeo. Feet oh yeah. Long. There was I saw drone footage of it and I was like whoa that's that's nuts no I'm I were very very happy to be a part of Beer Fest um, be, being the only uh, craft distillery in in Winnipeg it's uh, it's great to have the 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 beer community kind of open its open its doors to us uh, you know we've got friends within the within the industry and or the the beer pr- production industry and uh, it's great that they're inviting us into to uh, be a part of some of those events um, you know because we can't do you know, we, we can't, we can't <laughs> do, you know, fest. yeah, spirit fests. Oh, it's just capital K. <laughs> That's okay. Come in. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, more room for lineups. No doubt. Be crazy. But uh, yeah, no, very, very excited. Uh, uh, can't wait. It is going to be so much fun. And yes, you're right. It was nuts last year. We expect it to be just as nuts this year and uh, we will be uh, uh, very much prepared for it. Yeah, you better be. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so in closing, let's uh, let's give people some basic information where you guys mm-hmm. are located, um, maybe some uh, you know where they get their, your your products and how they get a hold of uh, you guys, your website, phone number, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Well, Capital K Distillery is located at Unit Three, sixteen eighty Dublin Avenue. Uh, you can get a hold of us at 204-697-2901 at the distillery. Um, check us out, www.capitalkdistillery.com and check us out on social media at capital K W P G. Um, the word capital, never just a capital K, the word capital and then K, uh, should have clarified. Um, you just did. I just did now. Um, and uh, you can get our products. Uh, we, we sell through the distillery, uh, through our tasting room. We are listed at every Manitoba uh, Liquor Mart. Uh, and you can also find us at various uh, trade shows and, and, and markets. It's killer. I appreciate you taking the time, especially since you're in your work garb. Like I, defi- I definitely am. <laughs> no one can see this, but well, I am. They're going to see it. We're going to take a picture. Oh, okay. Wicked. <laughs> wicked. They'll see the smock. <laughs> wicked. Great. <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm hoping the smock uh, catches on as like my trademark kind of thing. People, People see it them. and see that, that brown smock and be like, oh, that's Jesse. That's, he works for Capital K. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe eventually. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, Jesse. Thank you for having me, Kevin. What a nice guy. And I'm not just saying that because he brought me booze. If you've never tried their products, Capital K is at the Winnipeg Beer Festival, along with 13 Manitoba brewers at Fort Gibraltar, August 12th. Get your tickets at winnipegbeerfestival.com. Thanks for tuning in to the main ingredient today here on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.